BYOD. Why do organizations need to pay more attention to securing the network before they secure the device? Hi, this is Tom Field, Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm discussing this topic today with Kevin Flynn. He's the Senior Manager of Product Marketing with Fortinet. Kevin, thanks so much for joining me today. Uh, pleasure to be here, Tom. To start out with, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your experience as well as your role with Fortinet, please. Sure, a little bit about Fortinet. We're one of the largest network security companies in the world, roughly $600 million a year in annual revenue on our run rate, uh, headquartered here in the heart of Silicon Valley in Sunnyvale, but with uh, offices worldwide, operations both obviously headquartered here in Silicon Valley, but operations in Europe, Asia, and uh, really all over the world. So we're able to, and, and as we talk about security, we're really bringing in uh, experience, over 10 years' experience for the company in network security as far as large organizations and large financial institutions, uh, literally from all, all corners of the globe. The heart of the company's product is uh, the FortiGate line of network security appliances, and they range from what has been measured as the fastest firewall in the world, running about 540 gigs per second as for outside measurement on the speed, uh, down to uh, small devices that uh, literally would go in someone's home in a telecommuter situation. But the interesting thing is they're all running the same operating system with the same features, and it's aggregating a large number of different security functions into the devices. Firewalling, application control, IPS, anti-malware, anti-spam, there's a long list of functionalities being brought to bear for the security equation. So, Kevin, the whole bring-your-own-device phenomenon was a huge topic at RSA Conference in 2012. It's going to be in 2013. But you've got sort of a different tact on this, talking about where organizations are going wrong in terms of the network versus the device. Explain your premise a little bit, please. Well, I mean, it's sort of interesting to go back in history. I've been in the network security business well over 10 years. I don't want to age myself too much. But if you look back, even into the late 1980s, as PCs were first starting to come into corporate America, IT people oftentimes resisted it. And these devices, the first PCs, were being brought in by individuals. The guys in accounting trying to deal with using Lotus 123. The guys in marketing bringing in Macintoshes for desktop publishing. But as the IT department responded, to the needs of their customers and their users, they began the first implementations of uh, network-based security. Same kind of thing happened with the explosion of the inter- Internet in, in the late 90s. Users were driving that demand for information to get their jobs done and get it done more effectively, and the IT people had to respond. And the crux, the fulcrum of that response, as, you know, besides just you know having network access and such and high-speed network access, was good, strong network security allowing the users to be more productive. We're seeing the same kind of thing now. People are bringing in their and, and want to, for pr- productivity reasons, to bring in their devices, their iPhones, their Android phones, their tablets, to do their jobs. And IT people, the good ones, are responding to that and providing both the device-based security, just as maybe they put in you know, uh, VPN clients and antivirus on the, on the laptops that were moving around in the, uh, you know, just a little few years ago, now to doing the same kind of thing for network-based security for this BYOD phenomenon. So it's really, I mean, the, the advice to folks is learn from the past, learn from the, uh, the, what was done well in the past, and learn from the mistakes, because it's very similar in many ways to what we've done in the past. 
Well, Kevin, we're going through a transition now from organizations that were very much focused on securing the device to now focusing on securing the data. Where are they going wrong in terms of securing the network? Well, I think there's a role for both. I know there's been an explosion and a, you know, for mobile things like mobile device management. And there's, that's for good reasons. So there's, you know, configuration, backup updates, uh, provisioning, activation, uh, remote wipe when a device is lost. All those things have a, a role to play in, in a uh, good security posture. Now, organizations also have to pay attention to what is going on in the network. And they have to, and sometimes, re-architect their network and starting to treat their local area network more like a WAN because there's going to be all these kind of devices coming into it and not all of those devices can they put a, um, uh, a client on. They have guests coming in. They have uh, a variety of different operating systems and versions. And so they have to be able to have an environment where some devices, and they have to be able to protect an environment where some devices have a company uh, mobile device management software and other devices don't. But the network is critical to both of those scenarios. So talk about what belongs on the device versus what belongs on the network. Sure. And for, for instance, on the device, you want to be able to at least provide good authentication and good secure communication, VPN uh, communication between that device and the uh, corporate network, whether or not it's coming in from someone in a Starbucks, uh, you know, 500 miles away while they're on the road, to someone sitting in their local area network at their desk. Because now there's going to be an explosion of wireless and, and demands on the wireless network. And what needs to go on the device, again, is you want to authenticate, you want to encrypt that traffic, and in certain cases you want to be able to provide more for that, you know, secure management, uh, remote wipe, secure configuration. What needs to go on the network, though, is a couple of different things. You want to be able to identify the type of device on the network, so the firewall has to be able to say, ah, this is an Android phone, I'm going to have X policy for it. This is the corporate laptop coming in, I'm going to have Y policy and depending on the user and their organization, et cetera. It's the network intelligence that allows you to be uh, have discrete groupings of devices and applying appropriate security policies on each. We've talked about where organizations go wrong in terms of protecting the network and the device. How do they do it right? Well, it starts, I mean, my advice to folks is start to treat your local area network like a wide area network. You want to be able to perform that identification. You want to be able to perform the appropriate security policies based on that ID, including the, uh, the identification of the device. You want to be able to put in uh, uh, the assortment of things you would typically see on a perimeter protection. But you want to be able to have this in the local area network now. You want to be able to firewalling, IPS, application control, web filtering, so they're not going to an inappropriate website or a known spamming website anti-spam information, antivirus, and to be able to have that in the local area network protecting the network from the devices as they come onto that network. I mean, I'm sitting here. I have my corporate laptop. I've got my iPhone and my iPad all at my desk. And you want to be able to have that protection down at the local area network. Now, there's a couple of wrinkles in here. At the risk of getting too geeky, you want to be able to have a firewall that can handle the nature of the packets being pushed from these mobile devices. Mobile devices tend to move uh, very small-sized packets back and forth. It's typically like 64 bytes. And so on a piece of advice to the 
to the network security folks out there, is to look at the firewall performance, both on the wide area and in the local area network, and look at how it performs at very small packet sizes, 64-byte packets. The other thing to keep in mind is per-user licensing. You're going to see a doubling or a tripling of the number of users connecting to your network because the user is now going to have two or three devices. And some I've seen some customers sort of get caught with a sticker shock if they're using a firewall device or a network security device that is being licensed on a per-user basis. Keep in mind that the number of devices connecting to the number of users is going to be skyrocketing. So you're going to see more bandwidth. Uh, a lot more bandwidth with uh, bandwidth consumption, bandwidth in uh, 64 byte packets, and the total number of users is going to double or triple uh, very, very quickly. So there are uh, ways to re-architect and things to keep in mind as you prepare your network for these new generation of devices. Let's talk about the results that organizations can see by approaching the network security better. Now, I know that if I'm protecting a device, that so many of the breaches that we see, particularly in, or in industries such as healthcare, are because of lost or stolen mobile devices. So it's a good argument for securing that device. I know the results I'm going to see. What are the results that organizations will see by turning some emphasis to the network? Well, I'm going to do a couple of things. I mean, the best way to look at that is what are, are the results of what you're seeing already in securing your network in uh, more traditional environments where it's just laptops and desktops coming onto them. You're going to meeting your regulatory requirements. That's critical. You're protecting critical information so that inappropriate people aren't getting to sites that they're not allowed to see and, and data that they're not allowed to go to. You're seeing the ability to control what people do on the network. So yet you can say that, okay, some people can go on Facebook during their lunchtime, but not at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Or that they can go on Facebook and they can look at information but not play games. Or you can have that done by individual users or groups so that the executive staff gets to do whatever they wish, depending on the politics of the organization. Yet other, you know, other groups within the organization are not allowed because they have different policies based on both their identification and also now the luxury of being able to deploy it by the type of device. So again, you get a lot more control and a lot, and really the ability to enforce policies. I mean, when you think of it, there's a lot of people write security policies all the time. One might not be well written, but that's a whole different discussion. But they need to be able to be enforced, and they need to be able to now be enforced both on traditional devices, laptops and desktops, as well as this new generation of devices, the smartphones and tablets that are coming in. It's the enforcement of policies. And to be able to have a policy that is appropriate to that organization, their regulatory environment, their politics, the type of information they're dealing with, the type of users that they have on the network, that allows uh, organizations to safely enjoy the benefits of having someone with their smartphone getting the information that they need when they need it which uh, they might not have been able to do uh, or might not have wanted to do in a, uh, off their corporate laptop or desktop machine. So, Kevin, final question for you. As you know, organizations are all over the map when it comes to mobility. There are those that have been are fairly mature in their mobile policies. There are those that are just acknowledging BYOD. Where do organizations need to get started in doing a better job securing their network? Well, again, I'd go back to, to history, and history is repeating itself here. Is, you know, the organizations that accepted desktops or accepted the Internet prospered, or, and, and there's nobody who's not connected to the Internet. But, I mean, if you look back, back in 1994, 95, that was kind of a question. Should we let users do this? 
So the organizations that are going to be uh, take advantage and enjoy the benefits of more information to the right people at the right time, which is really in, in a secure manner, which is in really the essence of, of good, strong IT, looking at the network infrastructure, determining what kind of controls, what kind of policies need to be done, and be able to do this at the local area as well as the wide area network. And oftentimes, nowadays, they have to look at this in a um, uh, look at their local area network like it was a, uh, a wide area network the proper security controls, the proper integration of the Wi-Fi uh, system into their network security system has to be more than just an authentication to the user when they walk into their office. There are a lot more controls that need to be put on here because those devices are much more fluid. They have uh, a lot more different operating systems. They're being used for both personal reasons as well as business reasons. So the kind of information there is going to be different and the user is going to treat that device a little bit differently than they're using their corporate laptop. I mean, I'm here with my iPhone, and I've got you know, pictures of the family and uh, personal emails on it and things like that. It's inherently a little different, but in many ways, it's history repeating itself. And the key to the success here is looking at the network, starting to treat your local area like it was a wide area with a variety of different security controls. And again, which type of controls are being put in place will partly depend on the security environment of uh, the organization and the politics and just the culture of the organization. So that has to be taken into account. But the tools are there, and that's the good news, is the tools are there to craft the system and to craft policies and enforce policies that take into account the nature of the devices coming onto the network and the politics and the culture and the regulatory environment of uh, the different organizations that are out there. There's no hard and fast rule here, but the good news is there's tools that allow you to do it for your environment and customize it accordingly. Great insight. Kevin, thank you so much for your time and your thoughts today. My pleasure. Uh, anytime. I've been talking with Kevin Flynn. He's a senior manager of product marketing with Fortinet. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.